Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. All right, folks. So I was thinking about topics revolving around tax deductions for your creative business. And I kept asking myself, well, how the hell am I going to tackle a topic this broad, You know, especially in a 10 to 15 minute episode? So instead, I figured, why not tackle individual areas that people might have questions on and then just focus on one small segment of the pie at a time? So today, for instance, I figured with most freelance photographers setting up home base at home, let's tackle the question, do you qualify for a home office deduction? So that is what we're here to do today. Answer that basic question. And then maybe down the road, I'll do the same thing for things like travel deductions, advertising, insurance, etc. So with that being said, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are on episode 98 of Entrepreneurs. Happy to have you joining us today. Please, if you do want to help the show, just leave us a review on whatever platform you do listen to us on. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the show. You know the drill. All right, let me first get this out of the way. I'll say it once and then we can move on. I am not a certified tax professional. All right, please seek out your own professional assistance on any specific matters involving your tax deductions and take everything that I say with a grain of salt. All right, I am merely here to present the information that I have been told and what I have researched, but that does not make me an expert on the matter. All right, so you've been told, you've been warned, full disclaimer out of the way, let's get to it. Do you qualify for a home office deduction? Okay, the first thing that you have to know is that this is only for people who receive 1099 income. All right, so this deduction does not apply to employees. If you are fully employed by, let's say, the local paper, a sports team, maybe a clothing brand, any staffed position that pays you as a W-2, you will not qualify for home office deduction. All right, this is taken directly from the IRS website. So I do feel confident giving you this information. They state, quote, employees are not eligible to claim the home office deduction, end quote, all right, period, end of sentence. Now, the home office deduction had previously been allowed for employees in years past, but the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 has changed that. So even if you are working from home, so long as you are a W-2 employee, you will not be eligible for the home office deduction. That's the first thing you have to know. It is just for the self-employed, the gig workers, the independent contractors, freelancers, you know, your sole props, LLCs, S-Corps, et cetera, basically anyone whose income is not taxed upon receipt. 
Okay, the next stipulation to qualify for this deduction, the IRS states that it must be exclusively used for conducting business on a regular basis. All right, so there are two key words there to note, exclusively and regular. Let's talk about the exclusively first, okay? This room's purpose is for your business, right? This is why I don't suggest setting up shop in your living room or doing work in the kitchen habitually because those are multi-purpose rooms. You need a dedicated workroom that is exclusively for your business. You do not store your camping gear there. You do not store children's toys in the office. You don't set up a video game station there. You conduct your professional business there exclusively. Now, that's not to say that you can't field a personal email or a phone call or have your kids play around while you work, but you generally just want to follow the notion that this is a place of business, okay? The second part of that sentence was that it must be used on a regular basis, which is a little bit open-ended, but if it's an open space that you only use from time to time, and it's really incidental to your business, then you won't qualify. When I'm not on assignment shooting, I'm in my office every single day with business intent. So if you do the same, you're going to be in good shape. The next stipulation or rule per the IRS is the office must generally be the taxpayer's principal place of business. All right, so this is where it gets a little bit confusing, even per the IRS website, because what is principal place of business mean? You know, that sounds exactly like the exclusive place for business. Didn't we just answer that? But a principal place of business is your company's primary location. So for instance, let's say you're a portrait photographer and you do the majority of your work at your studio and you have an office set up there to greet and onboard your client. You take payments, you keep your books there, your leadership team is there. It's where you do your shooting, your editing, and your marketing. Then clearly that's your primary place of business. So by that reasoning, your office space at home would simply not qualify because the IRS would deem your studio to be your primary principal place of business and not your home office. Now, this is where it gets a little bit vague because they also state that a taxpayer can meet this requirement if administrative or management activities are conducted at the home and there is no other location to perform these duties. So if you can't perform all your duties at that studio and you have to bring some of it home with you, then technically the IRS allows for these administrative or management activities to qualify. And there was an actual case about this years ago where a doctor whose primary place of business was obviously at his practice, he still had to bring work home with him after hours. And he said, I deserve this right off at home. So he took the IRS to court and he actually won. And now it is called the administrative office exception, which brings up a great area for every business owner. You might be asking yourself, well, maybe do I qualify for this or not? So simply put, if you have any questions about it, just consult a tax professional, tell them your situation and see if you truly qualify. Just make it easy on yourself, folks. Okay, the next thing to note is that there are only certain expenses that taxpayers can deduct. These may include things like your mortgage interest, your insurance, utilities, repairs, maintenance, depreciation, and rent, okay? That is taken directly from the IRS website, okay? I'll repeat that one more time. That's mortgage interest, insurance, utilities, repairs, maintenance, depreciation, and rent. And I also believe that property taxes and HOA fees would be applicable as well. Now, your home office business deductions are calculated one of two ways. And this is where consulting a tax professional, again, might be of assistance to help you determine the route that saves you the most money. But the two methods are based on either the percentage of your home used for the business, which is called the regular option, not a very impressive name, but certainly to the point, or a simplified square footage calculation which is called the simplified option. Okay, so let me break this down rather quickly. And I'm gonna actually start in reverse order. I'll start with the simplified option because it is simpler. So the simplified option is super easy. At the time of this episode, you can deduct $5 per square foot of your office 
up to 300 square feet. Okay, so that means your maximum deduction would be $1,500, presuming you have a 300 square foot office. All right, so I'll go over that again. $5 per square foot of your office up to a maximum of 300 square feet. So very simple, $1,500 deduction. But what if you have a bigger office? Let's say you converted your entire 1,000 square foot basement into a multi-purpose work office space slash photo studio slash YouTube slash podcasting location. In that case, you would use the regular option because it's going to save you more money. So let's get into that. When you use the regular method or the standard method, you take the square footage of your whole house or rental property and you measure the square footage of your home office. So you do the math there and you determine what percentage of square footage that the office space holds in relation to the house. So for instance, if you have a 200 square foot office and a 1000 square foot apartment, you would have a 20% home office percentage. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take that percentage and multiply it by your annual home expenses that qualify. Okay, I'm going to do the shorthand here because it's too much math to explain on a podcast. But let's say you add up all your annual rent and your utilities and it comes out to $20,000. Well, $20,000 times 20% comes out to $4,000. So that's a $4,000 deduction. That's quite a bit different than the simplified $1,500 deduction, isn't it? So again, consult a CPA to help you save as much money as possible within the ethical and legal confines of the law, of course. But don't be afraid to pursue this. This is your money. That's how I view it, folks. Save as much money as you possibly can. It is yours. And that's where I'm going to leave you, folks. Another friendly message to save your money. It's not always about penny pinching and not spending frivolously, you know? Sometimes it's about understanding the tax laws and knowing what portion of your money is rightfully yours. Again, you do not need to be a certified tax professional here to understand the general concept. CPAs can help you with the math. You just need to understand the overall picture here so you can ask the right questions. So I hope that helps you out today, folks. Thank you again for joining me. If you like the episode, please like, share, and subscribe for more content coming forward. That is my time for today, folks. Thank you again, everybody, and have a great rest of your day. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.